At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. DNA for <laughs> September 6, 2021. Uh, I am Aaron Dicer, uh, the man of a single black shirt. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. And we're here to find out what this morning is made of. Um, yeah, sorry about that. I didn't mean to, to scare you into me. damaging your electronic equipment. <clears throat> I reorganized my electronic equipment. I realized that the way that I had it set up, I was like, awkwardly trying to hunch forward to work and to play and mm. i think it was contributing to some headaches because i was holding my body in this sort of mm -hmm. like a hunched hunched did he hunch mm -hmm. sure just really inappropriately sort of like my shoulders up by my ears and i was also twisted on an angle so i kind of rearranged some stuff i'm i'm it's all right it's all right but hitting equipment is what I'm doing all the time now. That's the, that's the side effect. I don't know that I could have avoided hitting equipment because I'll blame you that it was your fault. But truly, no. Me personally? You'll blame me personally? Yeah. Blame me. Okay, well, I'll mean, take for, that. For just I'll a moment that. ago. Not for the whole shebang. Just like for oh. what happened a moment ago. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Uh -huh. No, I, I'll take it all. You know me. I'll, I'll eat the blame. Uh, if you need to, If you need to remove blame from yourself, I'm the perfect person to put it on because I'm like, sure, I'll take that. I know how to handle, you know, being wrong at stuff and, and making mistakes. I never know how to do that. Could you teach me how to be wrong at stuff? <laughs> oh, wait, no, you can't because you don't know how. God, yeah. what a conundrum. Yeah, it's terrible. It's what just a, a terrible conundrum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, exciting weekend. Exciting weekend. You had uh, you had a big Twitch session. I, I feel did. Like I feel like when we say where we're streaming now for the for the morning DNA, we should say on Danae's Twitch and a few other places. Uh, <laughs> now yeah. that you've got now that you've got like five hundred followers or whatever on Twitch, nicely yeah, done. Yeah, just crossed five hundred followers yesterday, and uh, that's thanks to streaming playing Wild RP. There's just a really yeah. passionate community there right now, and some really interesting storytelling. And so, yeah, I had like a burst of activity yesterday, and it was very fun um but my weekend was good we did something uh new my child stayed the night with her grandparents for the oh, first time nice so almost more exciting than me gaining 500 <laughs> follows oh definitely as a parent i will i will jump on that one and say definitely when your your child is is learning independence to a way that uh you know can go hang out for a full night with uh grandparents or whoever that you know that opens up some opportunities yeah yeah i was nervous i didn't really get any messages and i don't know if that's a good thing or i think that's a good thing it's a good thing that means that everything is fine the only messages we got is that so every night she picks a toy or something to take to bed with her i don't know how this started but it is one of her ingrained routines mm -hmm. and she oftentimes wants to bring like plastic toys rather than 
comfortable toys that you would hold and plush into as you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And she's been she's been taking to bed these farm animals. So there's a cow and a pig that came in like this farm set that she got. And she just clutches them as she sleeps. And she forgot her cow pig. And so Justin went and brought it to her so she could go to bed last night. That was the mm. only thing that we heard is that Iris is upset because she doesn't have her cow pig question mark. Like, what does that mean? Because grandparents don't know what cow pig. <laughs> we know what cow pig means. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and strangely enough, cow pig is not in reference to Oakja. Um, you know, Oakja. The, yeah, you know, Oakja. I haven't Oak- heard that in forever. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's like a little cow pig. It is um, a cow pig. Mm hmm. Yeah. I haven't thought about, oh, I'm looking up a picture of Okja. How do you spell Okja? O-K-J-A. And I have that stuffed Okja that they sent me that's, uh, you know, just out in the other room. So, yeah. It is like a cow pig. It's kind of, mm. it reminds me of more of a hippopotamus, though. It's got a little hippo to it. Yeah, for sure. For you sure. You know? Like, this is yeah. very hippo. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if, like that, this is very hippo. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's some hippo there for sure. Like in the, the snout. The snout is very hippo. And then the ears the are pig. Is, the ears are pig, as is the and tail, the bo- and then and the, the body, body is like yeah, cow. Yeah. yeah. The, so what yeah. is this nightmare fuel? Okja's great. Okja's I, amazing. I've never seen Okja. You shouldn't. No, you should not see this movie. I don't. No, let, know. let me be very, very clear. You should not see this movie. It is a movie about, uh, you know, how poorly we treat. Uh, animals that we use for food that is what the the movie oh, is about great. so there's there's oh, terrible look at, terrible look stuff at in his there. poor little eye mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh yeah. spoiler alert your heart is just gonna explode <laughs> oh no the key is when you talk about okja you have to say okja okja because that's that's in the movie a lot and it's amazing oh, how would i know that though well, is it in, is it- it's kind of been an inside running joke with like Jeremy and I and the CinemaSins crew uh, that anytime okay. somebody men- mentions Oakja, we we yell it. So anyhow, yeah. Uh, JCD's comment is, if my time's spending the night with my grandma is any indication, Iris will have consumed her own weight in food. <laughs> that is that is one of the things. Like when you give, when your child goes and hangs out somewhere else, like somebody else's rules are the ones that apply. Man. And grandparents like to, yeah, they like to spoil grandkids yes so i hope i hope that they feel that that's true i i hope they don't fear like me reacting to them because i know they're going to spoil her they need to she's their only grandchild uh but she's uh might not have complied with that because she had she consumed far too many snacks over the weekend also and there was a natural consequences for that Mm. and so she's like oh no highly aware that when so, sir, when this happens, this could happen. So she might be like, I don't want to overeat. Perhaps I don't need yeah. my weight in banana chips. Yeah. Uh, it is not time for you questions yet. We will get there. But I, you know what? Let's let's go ahead and throw this one in here since uh, it is a question right off the bat. Uh, any predictions of returning to a live show from the DNA studio? Wow. We've talked about this. We have talked about this. Um, the The short answer is the thoughts are probably not. We're very comfortable in our spaces, and this works very well for programming. For you know, I've completely shifted the space in here around so that it's there more of a no solo room space. There is no in there anymore. <laughs> there is like there literally is a second microphone here with the ability for a second camera and a second backdrop. Like it, you know, we could still make it happen, but there is technically maybe a foot of space at the end of the table <laughs> where yes Fair. technically someone Fair. could sit and possibly put part of a laptop 
Fair. But that that table, uh, the broadcast table, as it started, like when we started doing the show and we were live and we were in the same space together, um, the room has changed significantly to mm-hmm. accommodate after a pandemic. And we've both gotten really comfortable. I mean, I've since moved into this house and uh, I've got my little broadcasting area set up. I have 17 feet of space because I need to spread out. I love, mm-hmm. I love having like just stuff everywhere when i work and when i uh, so i i have sticky notes everywhere aaron can attest to seeing me work for a long mm-hmm. time i'm a, an explosion so if yes. we were to go back into the same space together there's benefits for that and then there's also a lot of things that would have to change and we're both pretty comfortable even though we're only like a mile apart like right. i could literally leave the stream on drive to aaron's house mm-hmm. go into the studio mm-hmm. say hi drive back sit mm-hmm. back in this chair and Aaron could carry the show and it wouldn't be awkward because it's that <laughs> short of time. <laughs> I appreciate your trust in me. Not sure that it wouldn't be awkward for, you know, no, it'd be the fine. 10 minutes it would take it'd or whatever. It'd be fine. It'd be fine. <laughs> that would be hilarious one morning. If you were like, all right, guys, fine. And you just left and then showed up over here for a second or two. That I think be it'd hilarious. be fun. Uh, I'd love that you both have your rooms with personalities showing each uh, half of the screen. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, something that was unexpected for me. I had help kind of assembling the space because I get really overwhelmed by choices. And uh, when I unpacked, I knew this was gonna be my office, but I didn't know what it was gonna look like. And so um, I've talked about her before, but I call her my uh, uh, my house counselor. She's an organizer that I hired to help me to put things where they belong because I don't know what that means. And mm-hmm. I've been learning what that means and she helps me. So she helps set up a lot of this stuff. And then, you know, it's just kind of keeps shifting and changing as time goes on. Like I've moved, this stuffed animal like over here like touching her head and there's little things that'll change every once in a while and it's a lot of fun uh Aaron well, is, he's a guy you just you, know, you put it up and it belongs someplace it doesn't move right i'm very different very very different right um if something moves it's because i've had a revelation that it works better somewhere else not just because i'm feeling like things should move whereas after working for a decade with danae <laughs> like ev- everything has to change this she needs change constantly like, constantly and so yeah there's there are some benefits to uh to being able to kind of have our own spaces and and do that kind of thing so yeah good morning polly glad you're here glad you guys are all here yeah absolutely um lolly says aaron is the parent that fills your room with boxes the second that you leave for college i like the fact that you think that when my my kids leave from college it's still their room (laughs) like it's not it's not that i it's not that i fill it with boxes it just ceases to be their room it becomes the box room or whatever room i want it to be uh let's see lolly this is responded to jose says it's uh better than filling it with a whole human stranger and their stuff is exchange student oh oh and for example exchange student yeah yeah yeah, I'm, I'm definitely renting out your room if you head to college. Like, that's, you know, that's no big deal. Question for you. This is, guys, hold your you questions. Slab, you know better. Gosh, Slab. Uh, is Especially the... hold this one because it does play into my topic. So, okay. Um, so we'll get to this. Yeah. Remember this and add it back to the chat. Um, and there's lots of really great questions coming in. So save them for the end. We're going to jump into our topics for the day and then write a you in front of it and then put that back in the chat in case we miss it later so you ready to shoot a dough ready ready shoot shoot a dough? Dough. let's do it all right we're gonna do the morning dna and you, you. uh the d is for <laughs> is that gonna be a thing now no i hope not. Okay. Have, I, have i been doing that a lot i don't know i don't know i, I, I feel like that was the laugh. first time i did that 
I think so. It was just okay. perfect. Uh, Danae is the D, I am the A, and you are the U. You. Um, so Danae's going to have a topic, I'm going to have a topic, and then whatever you want to talk about, uh, just put it as a U question after we kind of get through our topics. And um, yeah, we'll f- have fun uh, figuring some stuff out this morning. Danae, what do you got for us? What's, uh, what's on your mind? What do you want to talk about? Well, I was going to ask this question today. What is something that you lost, but then you found again unexpectedly? And I don't know if you're going to have something on the top of your mind, but I had something amazing happen a couple of weeks ago. And since we missed last week's show, I couldn't tell you about it, but I've been so, so excited mm-hmm. to tell you about this. So um, I have a ring. I'm, I'm actually wearing it, which spoiler alert, I lost it and found it. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert it's, it's not still lost it's um not anything special right it's just this little moonstone ring mm-hmm. it looks like it's it almost looks cheap like you could just find it in a you know like one of those vendor machines or whatever i picked this ring up when i was a teenager i think maybe i might have just turned 20 21 and i've lost it three times and when i say i've lost it i mean i lost it in epic fashion three times and each time it's gone for probably over a year and this most recent time it was gone for three years in epic fashion is not like a store that she shops at that she lost the ring at three oh my times God, what a great name for a store <laughs> that's a great name she, she for a lost store. the same ring at, at her favorite store epic fashion uh epic three different fashion. times she yes. lost it in epic fashion don't go to the store the store is yeah. a vortex for losing things yes yes exactly the first time i lost it i was at a friend's house and i don't recall it's been so long but i remember that i was so bummed uh and she lived in a different like she lived um i think six hours away and uh about eight months later to a year later i get a message from her and she's like hey i found your ring you're never gonna guess where it was it was in the garden so she had been out gardening Mm. and she found the ring and she immediately knew what it was because I think I drew her a picture of it. That's how badly I wanted it back. Like it's just got this little circle moonstone with like these two little dots beside it in silver. It's really small. Like, so I was so excited. She put it into a card and an envelope and mailed it. And I got it in the mail and I could see the outline shape of the ring where it had been put through all of the mailing equipment and it had been kind yeah. of pressed together. And I was so excited. And I wore it again for a very, very long time until I lost it again. This time... I lived in an old house. They call them bungalow styles. It was built in 1920. And it's a it's a house where if you opened up all the doors, you could just walk in a circle around it to keep the airflow kind of, you know, going around the entire perimeter. And it had a floor grate for the heater. So in the winter, I would actually move my mattress in right beside this floor grate because it was really nice and toasty compared to living, you know, further away from it. So one day it plummeted into the grate in the floor and uh, gone forever. Didn't see it for another year or two. And one day my dad was underneath the house in this like, and when, you know, like you think about going under a house, you think about crawl spaces. This is not one of those houses, it's like a scooped in section of the earth where they set this, <laughs> you know, the, the heater. Mm-hmm. And he was down there and he was tinkering around and it fell out of the heater and just happened to hit the ground and he happened to look down because it's dark down there and he just shone a light on it and he's calls up he says hey Danae, i think i found a ring in your heater i was like amazing <gasps> this time i don't know how this happened but i was missing it for three years 
and I was genuinely bummed about it because for whatever reason, this rings meaning to me as a person who loves symbolism. It's almost like I just missed it. It doesn't, Mm -hmm. I don't even remember where I got it. I just like it. And I think because I've lost it and found it twice already and to lose it again and to have been trying so hard to keep track of it. Um, I was working with my organizer. We were going through my closet and I found it in an old purse that I haven't picked up in three years. I thought I searched it and maybe I did and I just missed it. And I needed that reminder that things are things and losing them sucks, but it's Mm -hmm. not the end of the world. I, I reached in, felt it, knew instantly what it was gasped and just started sobbing and i it's awesome don't know why it means so much i it's like a you know something coming back to you i guess i don't mm-hmm. know but it just felt like oh this thing that i really enjoy is back in my possession and i think mm-hmm. there's something there about like you know that i i shouldn't care so much about losing something but it was really really powerful experience and i have been wearing it of course every day since for the last couple of weeks and i just uh I wanted to share that story with you guys because I think it's really interesting that I keep losing it and I don't know what's going to happen. I'm I'm kind of afraid. I'm kind mm-hmm. of afraid. I'm like, this thing's going to go again and I don't know if it's going to come back. Well, I can see you. So it's not the one ring, you know, like yes. I, like you're not yes. disappearing when you put it on. I'm, um, not, I'm also not hearing Satan when I put it on. Are you feeling like, you know, too much butter spread over not enough bread or or not enough butter spread over too much bread or whatever it Hey, listen, we don't speak that language on this uh, on this podcast. You know, interestingly enough, you know, my answer is pretty much the same as your answer. It's a ring. Um, you know, I've told this story many, many times, but on my honeymoon, I lost uh, my wedding ring. That's right. I'd had it less than three <laughs> days and I lost my wedding ring. Oopsie. Uh, so just to rehash that story, in case you haven't heard it before, um, we went uh, to the Cayman Islands for our honeymoon and had a nice little beach there. And we went swimming uh, on the beach. And there's this stuff called turtle grass that is like kelp, um, but kelp that grows up from the bottom of like shallow ocean areas uh, to kind of get the sun. And it's this thick, nasty stuff. And I didn't realize I was getting ready to swim over it while I was snorkeling. And I started swimming over it and it was gross and yucky. And I was like, rather than turn back, I swam to the other side of it for some reason. I guess maybe I thought I'd see some cool animals or something. But when I got over to the other side, uh, I realized my wedding ring was gone and that I had lost it somewhere in this thick, nasty uh, turtle grass. So we talked to the locals. They're like, buddy, it's gone. Like, you know, you're not finding this. I was like, do you have any underwater metal detectors? They were like, ha, that's really funny. Uh, Underwater (laughs) metal detectors. You're cute. Uh, And then I, you know, they said the best thing they could tell me is to do a grid search, right? Like swim over it one way back and forth and then go, you know, perpendicularly to that way and swim over it back and forth and just do a grid search and see if you can find it. So we did that not finding it anywhere. We searched for at least three hours. I had the sunburn to prove it the next day, um, you know, looking for this brand new wedding ring that symbolized our marriage that I lost on day three. Um, and so we could not find it. Eventually, eventually we were like, okay, well, the ocean has it. It is the oceans now. It is a piece of metal. <laughs> Life will go on. We'll get another one. Everything will be okay. The next day, 24 hours later, um, I realized that in that whole process, now a little bit about my faith, I am somebody who believes in mystery, the uh, creative force, uh, you know, that, that controls and creates all things, um, that I can have a personal relationship with that is part of my faith. 
Um, and so I realized I had not tuned in to God and said, Hey, you know, like if you want me to find this ring, you obviously can make that happen. Uh, so, you know, make that happen. And so I said that I went out into the water, said that little prayer, looked down and it was sitting at my feet. Now I, this is not a story I've made up. I lived this, uh, I experienced it. I told this story. I've told this story for years. It remains to me, one of the things I go back to when I when I doubt any kind of you know larger mystery to this world that we we live in, um, and it was a really beautiful teaching moment for me in my life that it was there. Now you can fit that into your belief system however you choose to. You know that can be coincidence, that can be uh, you know um, whatever version of you know this mis the mysterious creative force that you believe in. But you know for me it was it was definitely one of those things where I was like okay there's a reality here that, that I am living in, um, that is meaningful to me. And so, so yeah, that was, that was my lost story. I, I couldn't believe it. It was just sitting there like right at my feet. Like I just popped my head down and it was like at my left foot. I took a picture of it and everything, uh, with the underwater camera that we, we had bought for our honeymoon. And, um, it remain it remains a touchstone story. Hold for on, my life. hold on a second. That's popping out for me this time. And I've heard this story a lot. Uh, you took a picture of it before scooping it out of the ocean. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't worried about As it going anywhere. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. No. You just happen to find it in some sort of divine, godly miracle. And you're like, you know what? Instead of picking it up and making sure it stays with me, honey, get the camera. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know that I've ever paid that much attention to that. That's insane. Yeah, it was it was an incredible story. And uh and yeah. And so I have uh I lost that ring one more time. Uh, in the laundry, it fell off in the laundry one um, a time a few years ago when I was losing a lot of weight. It wasn't staying on my finger, and then we found it in the laundry. That that's not as great of a story, but that that first uh, that first story is one I tell a lot. So yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so the question is, what is something that you lost and found again? And I was already razzed in the chat by Lucas reminding me that uh, the word unexpectedly at the end doesn't really make any sense. Just ignore that, then ignore it, and just you know go with the flow. <laughs> You don't expect to find things that you've lost. That's true, I suppose. Uh, you got my drift, Lucas. Mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. I'm teasing you. This one's from JCD who says, I lost my sunglasses at work recently. Will update if I ever find them. Hey, good luck. <laughs> Slab says- Let's, let's just my, all list things that we still haven't found and just put it out there into the universe. <laughs> my dignity and my right earbud the other day. So you found I'm it glad, again. Good job. Yeah, I'm glad you found your dignity. That's And that's your good. earbud. Uh, marbles. No, guys, listen, you're missing the point. It's what you have also found. So did you find your marbles? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Polly says, I lose things in the house all the time, but I have four kids who randomly grab things and move them and we'll do that too. So most of the time I find things in their rooms. Mm -hmm. Why, why do we do that? Why do we do that? Why do we find things in their rooms? Because they take them because but they're no, but like, little why, thieves and they grab they, our things and take them to their rooms. Um, but why, why do they take them? Yeah. You have a child. They're children. They they're curious. They you know they may not even I guess be consciously she hasn't done that yet. Mm. I I guess I'm still in for that one, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, JCD, who has been called out on Twitch by Lolly for being a traitor. No, just kidding. That was Slab. Slab called for being a traitor, <laughs> not being on uh, Twitch right now. Generally, I don't lose stuff though. However, I often misplace things. That's what Aaron does, and it makes misplace him insane. Things? Rarely does he. But if he misplaces, he's like, I don't remember this being. Do I? You have, yeah. You like to put things in a particular spot, and then you're like, mm -hmm. I know I put this here, 
And so if you misplace things, it bothers you because you're like, I know I put it someplace where I know I could find it. Oh, yes. When it when it rarely happens. Yes. Usually. Rarely. I, yeah, yeah. Usually I know where, where stuff is. But yes, when it happens, I'm like, deal. it is a big deal. It's yeah. A if big, I misplace something, it becomes a big deal. Yeah. It's yeah, not lost. True. And you'll you'll say you'll like, no, this is not lost. <laughs> it is misplaced. It's in the perfect place somewhere that I cannot remember. I don't know why. Whereas I just, yeah, I misplace yeah. things a it's lot. It's in the ether for you. It's in the ether for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Elizabeth says, my favorite, I lost my favorite pair of pants in a move and ended up finding them in the back of a closet three years later. Yes. Oh, nice. I love, I love the favorite pants thing. Now you're in a sisterhood. You're in a sisterhood. Of the trap mm-hmm. pants. Yep. Lolly, uh, in epic fashion would be an overfill a chaotic vintage store with some amazing finds, but the store has so much that you have to really work for your special one-of-a-kind finds. I love that. That's a great D&D. I also like that you expanded the name of the store to In Epic Fashion. I, I yeah. like that. That's actually maybe a better store name than just Epic Fashion. Yeah. Because it, it brings it the wordplay. It inside. Yeah, it brings the wordplay into it in a new way too. So I like I that. like it. I like it. Uh, Jose says, I was playing volleyball at a friend's house, lost my ring with the Aaronic prayer in Hebrew on it. I thought I lost it for good. Fast forward a couple of months and my friend's neighbor found it in their yard. I was so happy. How? How do these things happen? <laughs> I, I really hope that I get some sort of interesting replay, you know, like post this reality where I can kind of just mm-hmm. go and rewind and figure out how things happen. Yeah. Like it reminds me of when dogs go missing and then they show up years later, like having traversed the country, mm-hmm. you know, just that stuff is amazing to me. Yeah. I like this comment on Twitter from Mikey who says, this sounds like a pitch for a Pixar movie, a traveling ring and jewelry friends. <laughs> mm, yeah. Mm-hmm, I can see that. What if, what if jewelry had feelings? What if, you know, if the brave little toaster can have feelings, so can a ring. Mm-hmm. Miguel says, I lost my keys for a while. I guess I absentmindedly left them on a suitcase. They slipped inside. Oh no. I closed the case and threw it in the closet. Thank God for weekend cleaning. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Aaron, as you told your story about Jen, did you see this comment from Slab? Mm-hmm. Slab says, did that mean that Jen was temporarily married to the ocean? I don't think that's how it works. I think it's symbolic, but uh, but maybe there's more to it than that. <laughs> I hope I hope it's I hope it's just symbolic because since then that ring has broken, uh, and so there there are now two pieces of that ring that are sitting on my bedside table. And uh, instead of fixing it, I think I'm going to get a wedding ring tattoo. I think I'm going to go get a, a tattoo for my wedding ring. Because you can't lose that in the ocean. No, nope. no. It also it also ble- bleeds out and fades pretty fast. So mm-hmm. yeah, keep it simple. Don't make it like one of those really small, intricate really ones. Really ornate. Yeah. yeah, just like this beautiful ornate thing that nope. in you know a year just is like what 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 is that? Just gonna be a couple simple lines. Just to be the outside of a ring. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to do it? Sure. Yeah, you've no. got tattoo stuff there, right? No, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> in my mind, I'm thinking just a couple lines. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> Meanwhile, I now only have three fingers on my left hand. You get some sort of terrible infection. <laughs> no, you just had the needle up too high and you literally cut my ring finger off. Oh, you know, geez. sliced it around. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about me doing. Lolly says, Today, I is lost it supposed to sound book. like it's a bone saw? <laughs> is it supposed to sound. <laughs> <laughs> no 
my gosh. Have you, I mean, is this, that, that'd be your first tattoo, right? If you got Yes, the it'll tattoo. be my first. Okay. Yep. It will be. So this is happening? I, in my mind, it is. I just have to, you know, we're in a pandemic and I'm just trying yeah. to figure no, out, like, true. you know. That's true. That's true. Where to go and... So I'm going to get a tattoo again as well, but I want to travel to do it because I don't want, I I haven't found a local artist that I enjoy, but I have, there's many that are like in the coast. But you want something intricate, like you want like a, something like an art piece and I'm just getting something simple. I don't need a, like a fancy tattoo person to do mine. Okay. Well, there goes the idea to go get one together and find whatever. Uh, Lolly says. <laughs> well, we can do no, that. No, no, I don't no, know no, where no, we would fine, be. But... It's fine. It's fine. Colorado. Uh, Lolly says, I lost some sunglasses in 2019. We were in a friend's garage in 2021. And guess what I found in their garage chat? What was it? Answer Lolly's question. What did she find in her friend's garage? She left her this mar- wide marbles? open. Wide open. I think it was the marbles. <laughs> I think she found her marbles. Have you lost your car in a parking lot? Like forgot where you parked? Asks Lucas. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yes. I think that's part of I the human hate that experience. So much. Not anymore though, right? You just push a button and you can find your like you have an app. You just Well, in with with Google now, you don't even have to have an app. It'll no. tell you where you parked your car. It just knows by it your just movement. Knows. You know, and you Because just, once again, you just you've given them permission. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've all given permission. Yep. I don't know if anybody is saying anything in chat about what's been found just yet. I'm just just saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, you hop in chat. You hop in. Yeah, I'm kind of looking through it, seeing if there's any others. Um, let's see. <laughs> oh, this one's really. My grandmother lost her mitzvah ring. It was inherited mm. and didn't find it. And someone in church found it, which was fitting for a mitzvah prayer. Ooh, man, rings being found—that's a thing. I remember uh, a, a story that one of our listeners called in that their ring was lost also in a garden, and when they pulled out carrots during the carrot harvest season, the ring was growing around the carrot that they pulled out. That's like it fun. was, it was sort of like grown around and sort of like gnarled into it a bit because the carrot kind of grew through the ring. And so as it grew, it kind of warped it. Is that not insane? I still don't know if I believe that one. I guess I, I can't not believe it. There's You found your ring in the ocean. 24 hours later. 24 hours uh, later. Um, yeah, mitzvah. I just did some looking up a mitzvah, which is, uh, it means watchtower in Hebrew. And apparently is a, it's hard to explain, but like a, a really deep bond. It was often used, um, you know, as a way to express commitment, love, those kind of things. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's really, really neat. Yeah, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to look that up because I wasn't exactly sure what, what a mitzvah was. Um... Lolly says, ooh, Aaron, melt the broken wedding ring down and have it made into a nose ring. Nose rings are much harder to lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do you want, you want to, would I look good with a nose ring? There's a little, like a little, what is that called? A septum per- piercing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or a bull, like a bull piercing. Or do I go with one up here, a bridge? Do I go with uh, like a. No, 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 no. What, what would look good? I need, I think, I need I face think piercing. That- you, you need a face piercing? No, I need face piercing advice. Do I do like a little oh, yeah. eyelid piercing and a nose mm-hmm. and then like do a chain between the two? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you want advice from someone like myself, you know, mm-hmm. a yeah. professional piercer. Right. You're, doing, you're doing my tattoo. So you're doing my oh, piercings right. too. Oh, right. God, of course. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know, they go so, they just go together. If, mm-hmm. you, if you see a tattoo parlor, there's mm-hmm. likely piercing going on somewhere Absolutely. close by, you know, Absolutely. within 50 feet or so. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Let's do this. Um, I feel like the answer is no. <laughs> Hard no. <laughs> you don't think so? Not even no. earring? What about an earring? 
So when I think about like your wedding ring turning into one earring, it's a uh-huh. pretty big chunk of metal for just yeah. an earring. So but what if it were like a like like one of those hoops, uh, like a top ear hoop kind of thing? Uh huh. Yeah, that's the technical term for it. I know these things. You know, <laughs> the top ear hoop. The yeah, top ear the hoop. T E H. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 That's what you, just go into a piercing place. Say, hey, I'd like a T E H, and they'll they'll no, know exactly. You, what no, you're no, 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 no. You say, I want the T, and then oh, they know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Give They're me like, the did you just did you just misspell the like I'm trying to figure <laughs> yeah that's how it works uh Nick says wait does that mean Aaron only has four fingers or you do do you not count the thumb as a finger I was not counting the thumb as a finger it is a thumb that is that is what it's called because it's opposable it is called a thumb not a finger fingers thumb fingers but thumb. phalanges <laughs> yes phalanges phalanges fingers thumb <laughs> And this has been Kindergarten Anatomy, everyone. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you guys are amazing. You want to go over to your topic, Aaron? Uh, well, after this, Nick said, once I had this really amazing ring, it was part of a set of 18, and it was the best one of all. Turns out someone found it in a river and then moved into a cave. He then lost my ring in a game of riddles. Um, I, Nick, that is an amazing story. You should write that down. Like, that... People will enjoy that story. They made me movies out of that story. That's that's good God, stuff right there. You ever feel like <laughs> maybe there's something being referenced and you just don't understand it? It's me now. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get there though? Did you get no, there? No, no, you know what? I'm gonna Google it. Hold on. Okay. Wait, so hold, to, let's you... sh- no, let's sh- cave ring. Well, I got this. How many of 14? 15? 18. 15, 18. 18 of them. I literally wrote cave ring, 18 of them. Mm-hmm. Movie. Sure. Book. These are sure. my clues. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You figured it out. God. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, we'll go into the the, uh, the A topic then. Here it is. What is... Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Sorry about that. My bad. No, you're good. You're good. Click, clicking buttons. What is something you try out every once in a while, even though it never works? Um... Yeah, so self-control. I... <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good. It's a good one for you today. It's very meta. That was a very meta thing you just did. I know. <laughs> I realized as it was flying out of my mouth, just like <laughs> not interrupting people. <laughs> I've been working on it for a really long time. It's amazing. Oh, how do you put up with me all this time? Oh, I love it. You know, I love it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So anyhow, yeah, I accidentally left my razor on a trip recently, and so I is it ordered, mad at you? I I ordered a. Uh, is my razor mad at me? Yeah, because remember, all things are sentient beings, right? Now. Mm, okay, yeah, in the Pixar movie about yes, razors there. And rings, razor. Oh, that's that's the movie, razors. Razors and rings. rings. Uh huh. I don't know yeah. where this movie is going, the, but the epic story of loss and mm-hmm. you. So wait, you lost? You didn't lose? You left? Yeah, I just I okay. left it uh, at the place I was staying, and so I got home, realized it, and was like, well, I'll just order a new one. And then you know, waiting for it to come in the mail, uh, I you know started to grow some stubble, and I was like, you know what? I haven't tried to grow a beard in probably about three it was it was before it was before i died it was the last time i was growing a beard was right before i died maybe i shouldn't okay new chatters <laughs> okay just a quick stop down little side note <laughs> long explain. time long time long time podcast listeners long time fans you know this mm-hmm. 
uh, Aaron had a, uh, a a death experience, a near death experience that actually was technically death, but then immediately back into the life category. Yeah, I wasn't breathing within... for about, or my heart was my heart was stopped for about eight minutes, something like that. But he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> Thanks okay. to my wife who saved my life, who was in the room when it happened. Otherwise, I would not be here with you. Um, she for sure. she she saw him go, and she leapt into action, and she called, and she compressed, and she there was all this stuff. She literally saved my life by keeping my blood pumping through uh, my body uh, because mm -hmm. the oxygen in the blood can, can be used by the body for, as long as it's you know keeps. Flowing, we learned so. so much that day. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Anyhow, so it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been like three and a half it's been years. A while. And every once in a while, I'm like, you know what? Maybe my beard looks good now. And so I like try for a little bit and it never does. But I'm trying again. And yeah, I am going to let this grow uh, probably for a while. The other part of why I'm doing it right now is I really want to see like how white it's gotten. Like, you know, I know, oh. like, I'm really interested, like, what it looks like now. Like, if, you know, where it's going to be dark, where it's going to be lighter, you know, that kind of stuff as, as I get older. I mean, I, I think I talk about this on the podcast every once in a while. I, I'm excited about aging. Like, I, I love it. I love that my hair is going gray. Like, I, I really think I'm not excited about the soreness, like, the you know, the joint soreness, that kind of stuff that comes with aging. Sure. You know, losing your eyesight, you know, that kind of stuff. But uh, as far as, like, appearance stuff, that stuff interests me, how the face changes, how the yeah. hair changes, all that stuff. So I am curious what it's going to look like. So over the next probably month or two, I'm thinking for the through the end of the year, I will probably cultivate oh, some sort of that's beard. That's more than a month. Yeah. So, You're yeah, like, I'll probably – did I say a next, month? I thought you said for the next month, and then you said to the end of the year. So just, I'm just getting clarification. Are you no, going, was, like, full, I've, like – how fast no, does it grow again? I'll probably – mine grows very – this is a week's worth of growth. All right. So like my my facial hair grows very slow. So in order to really kind of sense anything, I'll probably trim it, you know, every yeah. few weeks and and even it out. But um, but yeah, I'm interested, <laughs> interested to see kind of what what bearded Aaron looks like right now. If, you know, if there's a little more Santa Claus to it than it used to be. I wonder, we'll too. But it won't be like Santa Clausy because no, Santa no, 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 Claus no. is like the big, like, you know, epic right. I can't grandpa do that. one. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That would be very difficult for me to do. So anyways, it just got me thinking about like those things, you know, don't work for you, but you keep trying them out. That could be a food like every three years you try a certain food and you're like, nope, still no good. Or, you know, whatever it might be. Lima um, beans. <laughs> you do. You try those every once in a while. No, you just have to try them once and you know. Anyway, that's not answering the question. This one's from JCD who says, exercise. That's mine. Yeah. That's mine. You know, that's an interesting one. It's 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 a, it's a little bit more like life pattern kind of stuff, um, which I totally get and totally fits the, the topic. And I have kind of the same issues. Um, but yeah, but exercise works for me. I just don't stick to it. You know what I mean? Like if I were to be an exercise person like i think it would be healthy for well i actually am kind of an exercise person but i do uh, kind of take you know waves of stuff so, i'm yeah. such a go with her person that as soon mm -hmm. as my fellow walker backed out i'm like well i'm back to sleeping <laughs> instead of getting up which is actually good because i need more sleep than ever these days because i'm playing yeah. video games a lot all right yeah. this one is from jose who says i have a guitar and i go back to it every once in a while still can't play I also can relate to that one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one, like an instrument, that kind of thing. Uh, I did want to address this. Slab says, Aaron, is Jesus confirmed? Uh, no, but <laughs> I will say that I did die and come back Easter weekend. So just add that little detail. On the third day. On the third day. Uh, so yes. Also was April Fool's Symbolic. weekend. 
It was Simple. the year. It was like it was all. It was the together. year where April first fell on Easter. That happened like three and a half years ago. It was uh, nuts. So we're coming up so, on four years. No, which, by the way, we're just past three years. April Fool's Day four one. My number is forty one. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it, it was, was an I, interesting. It weekend. was either. It was either. This is the best way for Aaron to go out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was never that. We were all we were all very, very happy. God, I don't ever want to go through that again. All right, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> uh Ronald, this one is one I'm going to say, even though it's like obviously got some emotion behind it. But sure, sure. Some real to, stuff here. I try to connect with my parents every once in a while. So yeah. Yeah. Relationships, I, man. Relationships are tough. I have yeah. a I have a couple of friends that I still get tempted that I've known for a really long time since I was like 12, for example. Mm -hmm. And I try to stay connected to some people because there's just such history there. There's 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 no way to describe because you can't you can't replace time. You can't replace it. There are some people who have literally known you since like you were a, a like you hadn't even formed your adult brain thoughts mm -hmm. yet. Like you weren't even yeah. expressing yourself. Like you hadn't matured and you go through these phases and there's just only a certain number of, of people that see that. And the desire to connect with those people is so strong uh, because there's something about being known that long. But man, if they're unhealthy relationships, it is tricky. So I felt that one. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. I know that's kind of more serious, but you know. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. It's important. Uh, Miguel says growing facial hair as well. On a good day, it may look like or look Orlando Bloom style, but I do not look like Orlando Bloom. Laughy face. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I usually up, I, I usually end up with lots of like scraggly gap, like right on the right in the middles. Um, so I may have to shape it if I want it to actually look like a beard. And I don't know how to do that. So I'll have to figure that one out. You could come to my tattoo piercing beard <laughs> beard parlor. shaping parlor uh-huh those where are all the same thing i will help you with where where when i shape your beard, beard. i accidentally give you tattoos and piercings, piercings. <laughs> to buy one get two free <laughs> no one knows what the tattoos and piercings will be it's, just it's wherever hidden my under hand your beard slips. that's the thing it's hidden under your beard that's right that's right <laughs> I once watched our friend who has a really big, thick beard. Mm -hmm. He was, you know, like you do these things with beards where you sort of read, like you just sort of touch them all the time, you know, mm -hmm. like they're sort of like a play thing in a way. They really are. Yeah. I find like myself a, like figure, like you almost like feel the length of it, you know? Yeah. 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 And so he'll like, almost like I put my fingers through my hair just to kind of move it around. He'll do that with his beard. Mm -hmm. And one day he took a pen and was just like putting it into the beard and just sort of separating it out. But he didn't realize that the pin was open. So he was and writing so he on was his just face. On <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't tell because he had a beard. That's, That's me good. with the tattoo gun. Just like no one will ever see. You can never yeah. shave. Nope. But when if you do, there's art underneath there. Frost from Fire says, I'm trying. Got my three little granny hairs on my chin. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm yeah. aware of these. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Mine. Uh suddenly will appear or one will like a one will i don't know what just like disconnect from my chin like some sort of stalactite in a cave it just like kind of like <laughs> i'm like it's like six inches long <laughs> how long have you been there how did no one tell me i have like a hair waddle going on what is that it's just uh, like just like one big cable of hair <laughs> just like fl flapping in the wind yes down yes. here yeah that's right yeah. uh slendamon says sushi 
Ooh. Oh, good one. Good one. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's I, a rough. I have that a little bit. I don't like sushi. And every once in a while, I'll be like, that, that's just rice with some stuff inside. Like, I like stuff in rice. And, and then I'll try one and I'll be like, no, 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 no that stuff inside no. is really gross. I don't also, like it. Also, this is vinegar rice. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I hate vinegar. <laughs> I did have like a, like a fried California roll. Uh, once that I really, really liked. Whatever's in that, I, I kind of enjoyed. So of I, course, they, they dipped it in grease and <laughs> fried it. <laughs> mm. What? You liked fried food? <laughs> it's amazing, Aaron. Food ones are difficult because I, and I'm guilty of this. I'll make something. I just think it's so good. And I'll be like, hey, Justin, try this. I think you're going to like it. And he's like, I really don't want to try it. I, I don't like it. And you just mm -hmm. you think there's a chance. There's a chance that someone's going to shift and change. But no. Lima yeah. beans, you just know, you know, don't do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Elizabeth says, every once in a while, I decide to wear contacts, but every time I go back to glasses after a couple of weeks, I just like glasses. Same. There you go. I have contacts. I prefer glasses. Yeah. Yep. I like it. I like that it a lot. Uh, let's see. Should we switch to some you questions? Sure, we can do some you questions. While you're getting your you questions, then I'll look for maybe a, a couple more answers to this one. But uh, but yeah, go ahead and start getting in your you questions. This is anything you want to ask us. Anything, any topic you want us to talk about. Could be something going on in the news. Could be something going on in your life. Um, it could just be something you're curious about. Uh, but put a you at the beginning so we can identify that you are asking us a you question. And, uh, and we will get to those. Um, let's see. Lolly says, look at Aaron seeking out that beard trimmer sponsorship. Um, oh my gosh. No, we did have that no. sponsorship for a hot minute, but it wasn't a beard, was it? It wasn't wasn't a beard trimmer. No, Listen, and it wasn't nope, for this nope, show. Nope, no, 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 no. It was nope. trimming hair, nope, but it, it, it was. It, it wasn't face hair. No, no. Nope, nope. It was, it wasn't, wasn't, uh, no, wasn't it was face sensitive hair. bit hair. Wasn't, he <laughs> wasn't head hair. Uh, so. No, no, it, it wasn't, nope. it wasn't the stalagmite nope. slag tight hair. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Uh, hey, while you do that, um, uh -huh. because my show is about my Twitch, even though this is our podcast. So again, podcast listeners, thanks for hanging with me as I always talk about Twitch and also mm -hmm. to all of our other watchers well, well, on different platforms. Well, let, let's let's be fair. Your Twitch is kind of blowing up right now in some fun ways. And so, you know, this show is going to be seen by people who are you know, are watching your Wild RP stuff. And that's that's a natural yeah. part of this audience. I love it. I love that it okay. all comes together in this place. Like so don't feel... Don't feel bad about it, like you know. <laughs> You're welcome. Like you. You're welcome. Uh, so I wanted to say hello to uh, Azale, Azara, Gina, Bert, Frost from Fire, Helsinged, Viking, no, and Destiny. Thank you for the follows and thanks for hanging out. Uh, Ronald says, I also try guava paste every once in a while, Whoa. but the taste is pungent. I don't think I've ever had guava paste and I don't think I ever will. Um, that doesn't Do you, sound appetizing. I, th this is, this is wrong. Help me out here. Give uh -huh. me an example. I just feel like if you say paste, it just always changes the desire to eat it. Am I wrong? Um, Toothpaste, yeah, I don't want to eat that. Um, tomato paste. Tomato paste, not, no, not interested in I that. I just feel like if it says paste in it, it just instantly. Like yeah, it, yeah. It's like a concentrated, like who, like is there a paste you're supposed to enjoy? Uh, hamburger paste, no, no, no that's, that's gross. Um, mm -mm. Icing paste. Okay, mm -hmm. we're on, we're onto something there. 
<laughs> nope, you found it. Chocolate, chocolate paste. Yeah. The okay. Dessert, desserts the dessert can be paste. paste. All right. Desserts can be paste. Thank you. Right. I knew there was something in there that yeah. was. Uh, Nick says, I eventually was able to succeed, but I watched Anchorman four times over a five-year span with friends and hated it the first three times. But for some reason, on the fourth time, I was alone. I loved it. Shruggy emoji. So you were alone, you loved it, and you was also your fourth watch. It sounds like, what's that thing where when you're captured, you end up liking your captor? Oh, yeah. It's something syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that syndrome thing, you know, where you've Mm -hmm. been held captive for too long. Chat's going to say it. Chat knows. Yeah, they know. Stockholm. Thank yep, you, Klaukovic. syndrome. Thank you. Uh, let's see. I don't know why I said it like that. JCD with the first you question. What is your favorite running joke? Uh, example, I love to find ways to sneak in a Hamilton refer- uh, reference into conversation, much to the dismay mm-hmm. of the Sinscord. Uh, today, do you have any favorite running jokes? So I'm assuming that this is sort of based on Aaron and I's job working with CinemaSins uh, because Aaron and I write scripts every week that turn into YouTube videos uh, to entertain the masses. I don't know that he's specifically talking about that. I think he's talking about real life, like ways you try to make people laugh. But but you can certainly mention some of the the written jokes that we write. Self-deprecating humor. (laughs) Yeah. Really, any, I love, okay, I was live the other day uh and my fly was down i got up i went over to my cabinet i grabbed something to show people i came back and when i sat down i just happened to catch something in the you know in the camera and i was like the glint of metal (laughs) oh so drawing attention to it to make fun of myself is just like i am my favorite running joke because i am an egocentric human being (laughs) (laughs) um but i i'm really bad at this I, i i guess i immediately go to my job because there's like rules and parameters for that. I'm not a person that remembers jokes or puns and then tries to tell them again. Uh, so that one in my real life or just like outside of my job would be hard for me to answer. But like inside the world of CinemaSins, inside that realm where I like to, to, to do jokes, I'm really loving finding the ones where I watch something and there's a, a, a male figure that's interacting with a female figure and kind of dismissing her power or pointing out how beautiful she is when clearly the scene should be more about her intellect or just, you know, that kind of just general dismissal of the, uh, the powerful female that's just so subversive in pop culture. And I love finding really clever, like he survives this jokes, which is a combination of so many other kind of, you know, expressions inside our script writing. But Ian actually started doing that. And it was in wonder woman where, Someone just says this offhanded comment to Wonder Woman, and he said, you know, this person survives this. And I thought it was so funny because, yeah, in a real world, you wonder if Wonder Woman would have turned around and smacked the guy. But in the movie, they make her just this just demure person that's sort of like, oh, ha ha, you know, and like puts up with that crap. So I just have really enjoyed um, finding the uh, she survives this or he survives this uh, rather moments um, specifically kind of around that. What about you, Aaron? Dad jokes. I mean, it's I'm I'm Mr. Dad joke. Like, it, like anytime I can pull a wordplay out or take what you said and make it not about what you meant, uh, because there's other def- meanings to the words you're using. Yeah, that's absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I I have literally said, you know, um, hey, hungry, I'm dad many times. Like, yeah. you know, it's it's yeah. it's yeah. definitely it's it's me. Yeah. It's me. Hey guys, it's me. You you're not wrong. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. It's like part of you too. You mm-hmm. cannot help it. Uh, Miguel asks, what's a recent fun slash weird fact 
that you learned. I just found out Hurricane Ida reversed the flow of the Mississippi River. I didn't even know that was a thing that could happen. Ooh, man. That's really interesting because we crossed the Mississippi River right after Ida. So I wish I had been paying yeah. attention to well, that. Do you think it happened all the way up and down or do you think it was just like in a section? Because I would assume that it just was sort of a temporary sort mm, of. Good point. Good point. You yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. I have to research uh, it. So I learned the definition of the word murmuration recently because it was in a song by Over the Rhine. And uh, the song is kind of, it's the symbolism of the song that uh, uses uh, bird references all like throughout it. Um, broken wings and wild geese of Mary. And uh, there's other kind of references that are in it too. It's a beautiful song. Um, but there's a line that says, uh, or is it evening murmurations that make me wish that I could fly? I'm like what's a murmuration? So it's a flocking behavior for birds. Um, and it's sort of like, I think it's not like the V pattern necessarily. It's when they do that crazy thing in the sky. Have you ever seen those videos of like, mm -hmm. there's a masses of birds and it just looks like this big creature in the sky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think yeah, that's it's how they fly so closely together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I used to call those growing up. I used to call those bird festivals. And uh, every time we would, we would see like a bunch of birds flying, you know, together a in the bird sky. Festival. Mm -hmm. A bird festival, a bird yes. festival. I was like, look, okay. it's a bird festival. And my yeah. parents thought that was the cutest thing, so. Yeah. Well, you're not wrong. I'm gonna pull up a video because I think that it's that interesting. So yeah. um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. While you're doing that, um, something I learned recently is that uh, in England, they call a pocket knife a pen knife. And um, I, had, I had heard somebody reference a pen knife in something and I was like, well, a pen knife is like a pen that has a knife on it. It's a very specific type of right. razor, but they were talking about like a Swiss army knife. And I was like, that's not a pen knife. That's a pocket knife. Yeah. Huh. Um, or a Swiss army knife or, you know, whatever, but it's, or a multi-tool knife if you prefer, but yeah, pen <laughs> knife means pocket knife. I just learned that. So, okay. Kelsey that. Yeah. That's murmuration. That yeah, absolutely. Is a murmuration and apparently it's a tactic to scare away prey. Mm -hmm. But I just, I'll never forget the first time that I saw one. Uh, podcast listeners, I know this sucks for you. It's because it's visual, but just imagine the sky filled with like a pod of birds that just mm -hmm. somehow magically know which direction they're changing. And so that is a murmuration. There you go. There you go. Very, very nice. Uh, all right. Let's see. Anybody else got a you question? Captain Rubble, pineapple on pizza? Question mark. Yes. No. Please. No, thank you. I love pineapple on pizza. You can fight me if you want to. I love pineapple and I love pizza. Them together makes no sense. They're delicious. Would you put Calm blueberries down. on your pizza? Yes. Would you put strawberries on your pizza? It's called a dessert pizza. Yes. Well, yeah, if it's a dessert pizza and it has like a cream cheese like sauce. Yes, so but not good. tomato sauce and cheese and mm -hmm. meat and pineapple. A sprinkle of garlic what? salt on top. Just Hawaii, I love you, but what have you done so to good. our ideas of what the foods go together? salty ham with the sweet 
tart pineapple. Yeah, oh. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a Snickers mini on my pizza. What? what I mean, why is there sweetness on here at all? Like that it's, makes no sense. You know, we could disagree. <laughs> it's fine. Thanks, Captain Rubble. You've ruined the show. We're never gonna do a show together because we disagree on pizza. <laughs> uh, Polly says the Mississippi and its tributaries backflow often. We had uh, we've had a lot of rain to the river, and the rivers are full, and then the storm surge, and then there's a backflow trigger. Crazy. Nice. The more you know. <laughs> can we do it? Can we? Can we trigger like that little? No. Nope. No. I don't know don't how to do that. that. Nope. All right. I hold on a second. How. I'll work on that. <clears throat> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just looking for more you questions. Is there anything else? Uh, oh yeah, you guys there's some know? stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, you. What's interesting about because you know your Twitch audience is growing is there's a lot of conversation between the Twitch audience in the chat, which is great. I love that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing the you like the uh, questions. You just gotta look us. harder. You have to mm -hmm. learn. You have to look harder. I am downloading uh, something from a very sketchy website right now. Don't we'll do, do that. this. Don't it's do too that. late. It's too That's late. That's a bad idea. It's a really bad idea. Uh, but you know that impulse thing we talked about earlier. <laughs> uh, Ronald says, "Is there any cuisine from a country that you want to try that you've learned about recently?" Yes. Um, cuisine. Ooh, cuisine makes it seem like it's a very specific meal. Like I was thinking well, I really want to try a croissant. Like, no, no, no. What are they, what are they called? They look like waffles. Crumpet. I want to try crumpet, but that's not so, a, that's not like a, like a thing. Yeah. We're, we're on the same wavelength though, because in general, my answer to this question is pastry, like always pastry. Different <laughs> countries have, have different amazing pastries that I just wanted uh, to try. Like, it's like every time there's a, you know, uh, something that takes place in another country and they go into a bread shop or a pastry shop and it's like, what is that thing and why does my donut place not have it? You know what I mean? So it's it's pretty amazing. I, I would love to try a lot of different of the, like the dessert pastries and the fruit pastries and, and that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's generally yes, my answer. Yes, please. All of that. All yeah. Of that. Uh, Lolly says that is a pen knife. Well, Lolly, that doesn't surprise me that you would think that. Um, you because are you're geographically... Amazing. You're gra geographically hindered from understanding the true definition. I, of, uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's good, Danae. Uh, thank that you. Was, that was that was close. That was very very close. I'm working on it. And they just oh. did the more you know. I'm working on it, yo. There's now I gotta get the music. How do I do that? I don't. This know. is these are the things that you should do while you're on a live show, right? Uh, comment from Twitter. Uh, weird fact: scratch the inside of a dog's ear, they will smile on the opposite side of their face. That's true for humans too. Um, although I recommend you get permission before scratching anyone's ear. It's <laughs> just it. It's just a, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought I saw one from Real Monkey Krakowicz. says, uh, mm -hmm. best classic video game from when you were kids. Were you a gamer as a kid, Danae? When did you start playing oh, yeah. video games? My mom and dad got my brother and I a Sega Genesis when we were little. And we played a game called Toe Jam and Earl all the time. Like mm. all the time. It was a really interesting way to learn about cooperation because it was a two person player. There were stakes in the game because, you know, you could get, you know, injured or hurt and there were like clues you had to go get. You had to work together. So it was a really nice way for my brother and I to bond together. But um, I came across a video of someone playing Toe Jam and Earl. And as soon as I heard the music, I was like teleported. It was awesome. Um, yeah. Toe Jam and Earl. It's an oldie, but that's one for me. What about you? 
Speaking of oldies, I'm going to go back and take this. I'm going to take kids to mean like children, you know, like young children, because for me, that was in the like Atari in television range of games. I mean, NES was when I was like, you know, 10 to 12, which so that still kind of falls in that range. But I remember playing Kaboom in Missile Command all the time. Uh, Kaboom was a really fun one. So if you remember anything about the, the Atari 2600, it had a little paddle controller that you held in one hand and then you turned like a knob, like it had like a, like a volume knob basically that you turned with the, yeah, with the other hand. And, uh, and so in Kaboom, you had these three shallow buckets, okay, down at the bottom of the screen. And when you turned, you could turn where those buckets were on the screen, okay? And then this guy that was escaping from prison, I think, was at the top of the screen, and he would go back and forth and drop bombs on you. And you had to get the drop bucket. Bombs. Sorry. <laughs> Not beats, bombs. But oh, that's gotcha. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, you had to get the buckets under the bombs in time so that they didn't blow up. And, it, and every time one would blow up, you'd lose a bucket until you were down to just uh, one bucket left. And it would get faster and faster and faster. And I owned that game like i was so good at kaboom um and missile we command as well but, but missile command more people know missile command um but kaboom is one of those that's kind of flown under the the radar but man did i love kaboom i should look up some video on kaboom and share that um, what 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 was the uh kaboom game k-a-b-o-o-m and it was bucket. atari good bucket yeah uh play kaboom atari 26 yeah, yep atari yeah you can play kaboom. it online Oh, hey, so good. Here's the good news. Also, super sketchy website. So <laughs> you should you should probably not not do that then. You should probably not do that. I should probably not do that. Okay. There's the one that I found. Uh carnivore or keto? Uh, carnivore carnivore or keto. Keto. Isn't that like a keto <clears throat> is like the low carb that diet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it no meat or is it well, no, no, you can have meat on a keto diet, right? I, think, I wonder. I think a keto diet is mostly meat, right? Okay. Like, isn't a keto diet um, no carbs? So, yeah, you're going to do lots okay, okay, of proteins, okay. that kind of stuff. In okay. general, I try to stay away from cutting out, completely cutting out carbs from your life okay. uh, because they do have uh, important things that they do for you. Um, but we eat way too many of them. Cutting your carbs down and upping your protein is always a good idea. Like we eat not enough protein and way too many carbs. See the conversation I just had about dessert pastries. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm over going bread. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I don't pay attention too much, but my diet has shifted recently because I've been using HelloFresh. And so I've been eating uh, a lot of more variety of foods that has literally changed what I crave. So um, my diet before is a, it's a very uh, specific diet. It requires, um, well, a lot of effort and it's called the drive-through diet. And <laughs> it's, you have to have a car and have gas and then have money to give to somebody to make you food quickly. And then you just consume it and it's just filled with what's called salt. So I recommend it for survival. Nice. Yep. That was my diet. <laughs> uh, I'm doing intermittent fasting right now. I really like it. Um, the There's lots of versions of intermittent fasting. Uh, the one I prefer is a, a window of eating every day. So like I generally eat from noon to seven uh, every day um, and only from noon to seven. And what I really love about this 
for me is the way that it allows my my body to uh, balance out like um, insulin levels, those kind of things, because you go a long enough time that your your body kind of has to find homeostasis. And um, I, I've just been really enjoying the way I feel, um, you know, when I wait till about noon to start eating and then uh, finish off at seven. So that's been, that's been really good. I've been really enjoying that. There are other versions of that you can do. Uh, the studies that I've read show that it's a pretty healthy way actually to eat. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about it. Here's one from Mikey. Uh, what in real life image calms you? For me, it's a sleeping dog or cat or a puppy playing quietly near me. Well, that's an interesting question. Mm -hmm. Um, An image. Like are you talking about like a mental image or I, like I immediately thought about looking at a picture and then a picture calms you, but I'm, I'm maybe it's mm -hmm. more like you pull something up in your mind's eye and then it calms you down. Um, I usually envision like when I'm really trying to get still and maybe even try to meditate a little bit, I usually see myself uh, in a green field um, with uh, not super tall grass, I see it waving and then uh, like with a, I can almost imagine the breeze and a uh, blue sky and clouds. I just sort of, and I lay down in the grass and then I try to feel the earth in my imagination. And then I go from my toes all the way to my head and just try to relax every like part of my body. So I start my feet and just try to tell my muscles to relax and just sort of sink down into the earth. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of what I do and it really relaxes me. So then instinctively, if I do need to go to a visual to kind of de-stress, I'll immediately see myself just in that kind of safe space. So that's for me. What about you, Aaron? Uh, for me, it's this image, uh, the image of the Kaboom uh, uh -huh. Activision um, wow. video game cover. Just really... Podcast Soothes listeners, me. Aaron is showing the smallest resolution picture I've ever seen. <laughs> Everyone has just leaned into their computer and squinted on a teeny tiny little image of what hey, I assume to be phone, the cover. <laughs> if you're using a phone, it's you like, have no chance. <laughs> it's like the size of a small SD card. It's just this tiny little thing, and apparently it's part of... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I would say in real life, I am calmed by the people I love. Um, and the truth of the matter is I do, I'm not an uptight person. I'm usually pretty calm anyway, but there is a sense of, you know, uh, hanging out with my wife or my kids or, you know, good friends. And it, there's just a relaxing there, you know, you're in a safe space. Um, and that's, that's really valuable. So people, I think for the most part, the people who are closest to me, um, <laughs> Uh, call me. Um, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us today and for spending time with us. We go live every Monday at 9 a.m. Central, and you guys are welcome to join us. We go live across multiple platforms, including Twitch, YouTube, uh, Twitter, and the Book of Faces, mm -hmm. because it's yes. just what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, but we're not actually on Facebook. Aaron and I both, we have one fan page we're on also Facebook. On the the Necronomicon, um, you know, you can, <laughs> I was just trying to think of the most evil book I could think of, uh, you know, whatever. Like in the movies where they have those books that are just like covered in human skin and eyeballs and you that's open the it up and like, they kind of pop yes. out like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, right. that's what it's like to be on the, the site that shall not be named. Uh, yeah. 
So, so please uh, follow us on any of those platforms. And yeah, we'll hear on Mondays and some days. And the goal, of course, is that someday we'll come back at 9 a.m. But we haven't been able to do that for quite some time. Uh, so maybe we should stop saying that, Aaron. What do you think? No, I think let's keep let's keep that uh, that goal out there. Um, it's we certainly want people something... to know it's possible. It is possible. And yeah, I would I would love to uh, to pop in some other morning at 9 a.m. We'll, it would we'll be see. nice. Uh, we love hanging out with you guys. Um, and for those of you guys on Twitch, we're going to raid into somebody before we go. So don't leave just yet, my beloved 34 viewers. I don't know where we're going to go today, though. I usually like look at that, but I got distracted by looking at things on the interwebs. Like the kaboom, it, like the kaboom art is I, probably you're just so I mean, distracted was... by this amazing video game. <laughs> Uh, while, yeah. while Danae is looking up somewhere uh, to send the Twitchers, uh, I will say uh, if you do love the Twitch, I am also on the Twitch. Um, and You're on a... live right now. Should I read into you? <laughs> <laughs> that, that won't work, Danae. Wait, I'll like... read into you. You read into me and then we'll go away. It'll be <laughs> amazing. Just, like, pass back and forth and just stay live the whole time. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, uh, guys. Anyhow, if you want to follow or sub on Twitch, you can do that for me as well. I uh, The only show that you wouldn't find on Danae's Twitch as well is the pop culture show Sif Pop, um, which is Saturday mornings. We review a couple movies from the week and uh, do the live podcast. So, um, so yeah, that's Aaron Dicer on Twitch if you want to check that out. Um, and other than that, appreciate you guys. Love you guys hanging out with you. It's really cool to, to have these, this, uh, this hour plus on a Monday morning, just to kind of chill and talk about what's going yes. on in the world. Um, you know, uh, yes, I, your keychain's right here, Derek. There it is. Um, I'm going to raid into an artist who is incredibly quirky and, uh, just someone that you could hang out with and watch work. He's got a really, uh, laid back community. He is uh, his name is Brush for Hire. He's one of the first people that I found on Twitch that I really enjoyed. His channel point redemptions are really fun. You can make him change hats. Uh, you can have him draw things. And he is delightfully and fully his quirky self. And I love that about him. So we're going to read into Brush for Hire. Uh, so please stick around and say hi to him at the very least and get to know him. And yeah. Uh, so thanks, guys, for hanging out. We will see you on another Monday or Sunday. Bye, Ready? guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.